0: There it is, right on time. Thursday. I love it. Thursday. Are we going to say it on here? SHIT. I know, you. Your oh, show. Whatever.
1: SHIT. So, so happy, happy. It's Thursday.
2: Thursday.
0: <laughs> All right. Tune in. We got a nice one for y'all today. Eight things that make eight qualities of a good insurance agent. Sounds fun.
2: The Carrier Experience Podcast is a show for anyone who wants to grow their agency and be a titan of the insurance industry. Learn from a panel of experts who share their agency struggles, their experiences with the nation's best carriers, and share the marketing secrets that successful insurance agents are using today. Now, here's your host, the insurance Pro, James C.S.
0: Never fails. Never Never fails. fails. Never fails. I love it. Alex, you are the man. Thank you so much for that intro again and always. And ladies and gentlemen, here we go. It is that time once again. Before we do jump into the show, though, a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, Give us a like. Give us a follow. Subscribe. Drop a review. uh, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify. Stitcher all of those uh, uh, podcast platforms or if you are listening watching on YouTube live Facebook live make sure to follow the carrier experience Facebook page uh, and give us a subscribe and a like on the YouTube we'll really really appreciate it It helps us show up higher on search results and uh, you know overall it's going to help us with the whole thing so uh, please please do that for me i would appreciate it i love you all so much thank you anyway all right so um today's episode just pulling a little uh, a little business bros knowledge here a little a little business bros trick and uh grabbing a article from investopedia so this article is from investopedia it is eight qualities that make a good insurance agent so Ooh, we're just gonna know hop- what
1: these eight qualities are gonna be
0: i'm curious too i mean i i Pulled the headlines, but I didn't actually read any of it. So uh, let's take a look and start off with number one, eight qualities that make a good insurance agent. Number one puts the needs of the client first. Dude, that's
1: a that's a I mean, it sounds obvious, but let's face it, dude. We are in a business where we get paid on commission. So, mm-hmm. oftentimes what ends up happening is you get agents that are trying to sell policies based on premium, not necessarily what the client has as a what as a priority,
0: need. what they need, their, their interest 100%. And we've talked about this I All week, you know, for the the whole 10, 12 episodes that we have uh, been doing this, we've talked about this over and over and over again, sell on coverage and not on price. I think this is a very common and easy trap for agents to fall into. Uh, So many agents out there are just looking to make the sale. And it doesn't matter if it's a state minimum policy for someone who owns a home or, you know whatever it's it's all about selling that cheapest policy that lowest price policy Uh, but the best agents are really the ones that take the time to get to know their customers understand what their risk factors are and take the time to just learn right learn listen uh, and put a comprehensive this is what we say at pipeline insurance put together a comprehensive package of policies to best suit the client's needs so Putting those needs of the clients first is really about, again, understanding what their risk factors are and putting together a good package of policies that's going to help with all of those things. Which is going to lead to point number
1: two here. Good Good. customer service.
0: (laughs) Number two.
1: I know this sounds like common sense, right? It sounds like common sense, but uh, to me, part of the customer service is the processes that you have in place. For example, like, you know, there's a lot of processes that you've put together in pipeline that back backend stuff, things like mm-hmm. what happens when a submission comes in, then what's the next step and what goes to the next process? Cause I think what happens in, in a lot of industries, especially when you have independent agents that are operating on their own and have never done this before, have never built an insurance company before. Uh, things fall through the cracks, right? right? You send it to underwriting. You don't remember when you sent it, what day did it go in? Who's the last point of contact? Having these processes in place helps, provide the customer with an experience where it's smooth all the way through. They know you can, they can Mm -hmm. call in and everybody who answers a phone can look up that client and see exactly where they're at.
0: hundred percent. One of the big things about having good customer service is communication. And one of the, one of the things that we've done that we do at pipeline insurance is put together those systems that says, Hey, make sure that you call your customer At these times, make sure that you are checking in with them at these times, Uh, especially like you mentioned the submissions. This is one of the things that makes pipeline a little bit different from a lot of other agencies. We love new agents. If you are brand new to the insurance industry, you just barely got your license and you don't know exactly how to get started, you don't know what to do, we want to take you on. We are the ones that are going to provide you with the guidance, the training, the markets, everything you need to build your insurance business. And one of the things that we're going to teach you is that good customer service to make sure that you're reaching out to your customers at the proper times, talking to them about all of their different risk factors and this is something that uh, you started to mention when you when you started to talk about the commissions every uh, insurance agent out there is just about the commissions well when you're providing good customer service and when you're putting the needs of the clients first you are actually going to get more in commissions because you're going to sell larger policies and more policies to one customer as opposed to, you know, a bunch of small policies that don't actually provide the coverage that that's needed. Um, One of the things that we talk a lot about is policy density. So that's when you have one customer with three or more policies. Our target is three policies for every customer. Our target is to have a a homeowner's policy, an auto policy and an umbrella policy with every single customer that uh, that we do business with. Anything else above that is gravy. But if you are the type of customer or if you're the type of agent, I'm sorry, who sells only one policy per customer, then you're going to have 300 customers that are in and out of your door all the time. For us, we'd rather have one customer or 100 customers with three policies each and making the same kind of uh, premium or, you know, even better.
1: And they're going to want to do business with you if you're providing that kind of service. They're not going to want to have policies in multiple places. If you can educate them in what you're doing, if you're educating them in what you, you know, why you want to bundle their packages, why is it that an umbrella is necessary? Why is it that you want their GL and their commercial auto, all these packages together? It's a matter of education. One hundred You know, I don't know about you. When I go, when I get things, I would rather go to one spot. It's the whole reason why I shop at Walmart. My wife hates going to Walmart, but I like going to Walmart because it's everything in one spot. It's the convenience mm-hmm. factor. Right. And if, and if the, I knew that Walmart had something and they educated me on, look, come here and do this process. That's one less place that I got to go to. And your clients think the same way. If you're providing that good service, they're giving you the opportunity to educate them. And so that you get all those policies in one spot and they're not going shopping around.
0: Right. Good customer service is more than just being nice to your customer. It's really about digging deep and finding out what their different needs are and making sure that we're fitting those needs. That was uh, Ollie our good friend, Ollie from uh, justice league, shout out to the justice league, shout out to Ollie. Um, He sent me uh, one of his customers, somebody who's getting ready to purchase a home, young guy, uh, 20 some odd years old, you know, about our age when we first bought our home. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, when, when he gives me his customers, I understand that his reputation is on the line and I don't want to do anything to damage his reputation. So I call the customer and I provide them a full education. Hey, look, these are the different coverages so here's first of all here's the price indication right and mind you i didn't give him the cheapest priced one i didn't show him the cheapest priced one i just gave him the one that i thought fit best at that time and so i said all right here's here's an offer And here's all of the different coverages. Coverage A means this. Coverage B means this. Coverage C means this. And just sitting there providing all of this education. And here's these other extra endorsements that we add. And this is why we add these different endorsements and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Education. education all about that education and by the end of the call he's like okay this is perfect um by the way i wanted you to take a look at my auto insurance as well because you know i was uh, on my parents plan and now i'm getting my own place so i'm gonna have to you know get my own policy and i'm like this is perfect because the next thing that i was gonna ask you is do you know where this is going <laughs> what the next policy the next the, the next que- the question that i ask: did you know that yeah. driving your car could cost you your home and he Good job. Good job. And the same thing, right? They're like, what? What do you mean? Uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you how this insurance thing works, right? So it's really great uh, to to provide that additional service, that education. That's what's really going to make the difference. That's what's go- really going to make you shine. And if you're building your agency around the idea of having strong referral partners like Ollie is for us, uh, then you want to make sure to provide that excellent education, that excellent customer service, because again, you're putting the relationship with your referral partner on the line. You're putting their reputation, they are putting their reputation in your hands. So providing the best customer service is about providing the best education that you can to make your referral partner look like a rock star. Point number three.
1: And this is this is a this is a big one for me. Number 3 is having that strong emotional intelligence, right? Look, deals are going to go astray. Not every deal just comes in your lands on your lap and you close and it's done. There are things that are going to happen. You're going to sit down with your with your client, you're going to they're going to tell you one story, you're going to pull the lost runs or you're going to pull their driving record or you're going to do something and guess what? They didn't tell you about X, Y, Z claims that happened. They didn't tell you about tickets. They didn't tell you about accidents. They didn't tell you about all these things. So having that strong emotional intelligence and realizing that the deal is not always smooth. There's always Mm -hmm. something that hiccups, something that comes up, but it's completely up to you to maintain your cool, right to realize that every problem is an opportunity right they didn't the client is probably hiding things cuz they didn't know they think hiding it from you is going to protect them from price or do oh something boy. like that right yep. but it's up to you to be able to pull that stuff out and keep your composure right don't lose it with the client for sure don't lose it with underwriting cuz you're going to burn some bridges yep. don't lose it with with your referral partners whatever it is keep your cool take a deep breath get back in the groove
0: 100% i honestly could not have said it any better myself. There's, there's so much that can stress us out as insurance agents, uh, because there's always deadlines, right? You've always got how many times as an insurance agent, have you come across the customer who's like, Hey, I need this insurance policy yesterday. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's a, I don't know, $10,000, $50,000, $100,000 workers comp policy that they, for some reason allowed to lapse. Right. Their previous agent didn't take good care of them. And so they come to you and they're like, yeah, this thing just lapsed and I need it. I need it now. I need it. Even.
2: I hope you're short.
0: I hope <laughs> so, because those those lapses in coverage, man, those are those are, you know, brutal brutal absolutely brutal so you've got you know this person that's breathing down your neck telling you hey i need this now and then you've got another call coming in from somebody else who needs some assistance and then you've got an underwriter who's not cooperating with you you're going through all of these motions trying to get all of these things uh set up and like hey come on i need help i need help i need help i need help i need it now i need it now i need it now and all of this stress man it's it's you end up with no hair like this guy (laughs) We carry such a sense of urgency because our customers and and the people that we work with expect that from us, especially this day and age where, you know, we have all of these commercials coming at us all from uh, from as as consumers, you know, 15 minutes can save you 15 percent or more right? But what they don't tell you is that 15 minutes is like the initial phone call to actually go through the entire underwriting process, finish everything up. It's, you know, another 45 minutes or so another, you know, it's, it's, it's an hour, uh, that you're going to be on the phone with, with, uh, some of those other companies, I'm not going to name names.
2: You can't handle the truth.
0: Exactly. You know, the truth is that it it's, 15 minutes to get an idea of what you're going to pay, but the whole rest of the process takes longer. Uh, and good emotional intelligence from us as agents is going to keep our stress levels down. Uh, I, man, uh, get that morning routine, get that exercise in drink lots of water. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited about what step number four is because step number four, if we do all of these things, we're going to have this high energy level. Um, I don't know does it show do I have a high energy level I hope level? it does yeah yeah I hope I, I hope
1: it's showing You know and, and here's the thing about you having a high energy level sometimes you got to take that moment right sometimes the day's going to get to you and that emotional level is going to is going to peak so you got to take that little bit of time to just like recenter yourself right you do this all the time take that 15 30 minutes or th- 15 minutes 10 mm-hmm. minutes whatever you need take that time recenter yourself yes. and then get back on the groove cuz here's the thing we're still Uh, We still have a a, a relationship with the client. We still got to pick up the phone and talk to them. We still got to pick up the phone and talk to underwriting. We still got to do all those things. And if you do it from a place where you're stressed out and you don't have that energy level, the other side, the other person on the phone, the other person on the email, they're going to sense that. They're going to feel that. It's not just that aura that stays inside of you. This energy level, you need to have you need to have way more energy. It's one of those, and here's a weird thing. For those of you who are doing a lot <laughs> more Zoom calls, doing a lot more stream yards and podcasts. Everybody's and doing thing, that, yeah. Which is everybody, mm-hmm. you have to step up your energy game more than you think. Because you might think you have an energy level that's right here, but when, a, when you sh- when you hear it on, on the radio, on the podcast, right, Mike, or you hear it on the camera, it's down here. Right. Mm -hmm. What other people hear is lower than what you actually is. And it's kind of like those things where you hear uh, back in the day, the camera adds 10 pounds. Well, the, (laughs) the, the camera takes away like a few decibel levels of your energy. So you really have to step it up. If you step up your game and your energy level, the way your clients respond to you, they can't help it. It's it's infectious, right? right? It's kind of like James's laugh. If you hear him <laughs> laugh, right, in a crowded room, you can't help it but to laugh. Sometimes you laugh with him. Sometimes you laugh at him. But the point is that energy level is infectious. You have so to I'm, keep that energy
0: level I'm up. I'm just going to say this. Most of the time, my jokes fall flat. But then I start laughing and people start laughing with me. That's how it, <laughs>
1: there works. <you> go, see?
0: <laughs> it works. Um, you know, the high energy level thing, you know, wh- one of the things that I really wanted wanted to say about this um is <clears throat> excuse me, um high energy level. Oh shoot, I forgot where I was going with that. Um high energy level. Talking about keeping it, keeping it, keeping that level up. What was I saying? And dude, it, it it
1: happens, man. That, that's, I hate that's when that happens when it slips. You know what mom says? Must have been a lie.
0: It must have been a (laughs) lie. Oh, that's not good. I don't want to be a liar. Um, Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. Um, When it comes to the higher energy level, for me, it comes from my passion about what I'm doing, Mm. right? It comes from my why. So my why, we've talked about this a hundred times, it's to empower others to create wealth for today and generational wealth for tomorrow. So whether I'm talking to a customer, I'm talking to a customer to help them create wealth today because they're in in the process of purchasing a home A lot of times, or they're in the process of insuring their businesses. They're in the process of doing something that's helping them protect and create their wealth for today. And then, of course, I want to make sure that I'm protecting uh, and helping them create generational wealth for tomorrow so that this business that they're building, they can pass on to their children, so that this home that they're buying, they can pass on to their children, so that they don't wind up in a situation where. Uh, They get sued because they don't have enough coverage. They don't have the right coverage. And next thing you know, they're getting their their wages garnished by 25%. I love what I do because I come at insurance. I come to insurance from a place of service. I used to be the agent that was like, hey, everybody's got to buy insurance. Why not buy it from me? That used to be me. But at some point, I realized that that was not going to help me be successful in my business. I really had to come at this from a place of service, from a place of uh, caring about the people that I'm doing business with. That's where my high energy comes from, because I love what I do, because I know that I'm really, truly providing a service and helping people.
2: You know I've been saying, it, Miguel? Huh? I've been saying it. <laughs>
0: I've been saying it. <laughs> I've All been right. it. Number five, persistence. Woo! Now, How this is key, dude. This is key,
1: because look, look, there's $5 productive activities that you should be doing as a salesperson, right? Lead generate, lead follow up, present, negotiate. And close. Those are the five things that you should be doing on a daily basis. If you're not doing those five things, goes
0: for then, any business, right? For any, any sales business, business. Any
1: sales business. And that's mm-hmm. what we're in, right? If you're an insurance agent, you're in a sales business. So those are the five things. Lead lead generation, most of us have been pretty good at that. We got our social media feeds, we're yep. starting to get pretty decent at creating content. That's cool. We got
0: our guy on the street flipping a sign.
1: You got all those things, right? You (laughs) might have a a database. Maybe you're a tax guy and you're adding insurance into your office. But as independent agents, if you have an independent agency, which is what we are, right? We're all independent agents. Woo! I am an independent agent. So if you're doing that route, you are in the lead generation business. You're doing that pretty good. Where agents tend to fall off, where salespeople tend to fall off is in the lead follow-up. They think I call one time, I'm done. They didn't call me back. I'll wait for them to call me back. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to call them. I just called them yesterday. You know, know, it's dinner time. You know what? Mm -hmm. It's lunch time. I'll call them a little bit later. Later never happens.
0: You know, I was going through my CRM today, uh, looking at a bunch of things, and I deleted a bunch of deals that we, I marked a bunch of deals as lost, and they were lost because the agent didn't follow up. Because we didn't do a good enough job of following up. And that's really, to your point, that's exactly, you know, where we fail a lot of times. Lead generation is one thing. It's it's easy enough to go out there and, and get the lead. But like you said, if you call once and leave it at that, it's over. It's over. It gotta it stay persistent. Never,
1: it never works with just one touch. That's that's our idea of you know the the easy deal, right? It falls in our lap. They walk in the door. They write mm-hmm, the policy, mm-hmm. and it's done. That happens. Just yeah. don't depend on that to happen to sustain your business. You have to lead generate. You have to lead follow-up. And the follow-up is the key. Now I'm talking like five or six times. I'm not talking one or two times. How about follow 15 up to, to
0: 20 times like Mike was talking about last week? Well, those are touches, to 20, touches throughout the year, right? I'm talking throughout about the, the year. But th- it still falls in that same uh, category of persistence because Very sure, true. if you get if you get the one policy from your customer, that's awesome. That's great. But 15 to 20 touches, having that persistence and building a, an actual relationship with your customers, like you said, if they walk in your door and the deal falls on your lap, cool, great, awesome. But what more are you doing to make sure that they're fully protected? Did you just take the one policy and, and leave it at that? Or are you going for more? Are you staying persistent in your in your communications to build the book of business so that you have policy density like we keep talking about?
1: That's what we're talking about.
0: All right. Next point. Number six, honesty. Oh, man. Episode eight, I think it was, or nine, something like that. Go back a couple. Um, My authenticity is my superpower.
1: Look, here's here's the thing about honesty and, and and uh you know when people say, Oh, I'm an honest person, I'm skeptical, right? Oh, you know, I don't lie. Well, I'm a little skeptical. Everybody lies a little bit. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. honesty thing here, I think, for most salespeople, is the omission. Right. And, and I know we carry E and O policy. I know we do that to, to protect ourselves legally. But what I'm talking about when, when we're, when we're talking about omissions is maybe we don't tell them about that policy or that, that addendum or that writer or whatever it is that, or that particular piece of coverage. And we don't say it because we think that maybe it's too expensive for them. Right. Or we Mm. say it because maybe, you know, they're they're probably may not be into it. I think I know them. I I see the I walk into their home. I see the car that they drive. They're probably not really gonna care about this particular thing. That's not your choice. It's not up to you. You, as the insurance agent, you as the agent are there to provide coverage for the things that they need. You lay out the comprehensive package, you lay it out right in front of them let them decide. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think, I don't think salespeople are necessarily, necessarily lying when it comes to this honesty thing. I just don't think they give the client the opportunity to decide what's good for them. They avoid the education part because they Mm -hmm. fear the price presentation.
0: That, you know, that's a hundred percent true. And for what it's worth, I mean, that does set us up for, you know, uh, that does set us up at, at an E and O risk. Uh, there's a good chance that if we don't offer these additional coverages, optional endorsements, et cetera, and so on, uh, that it could cost us in the end. When you know, if we get sued and, and they have a loss based on that endorsement that we didn't provide, so uh, honesty in that sense is absolutely necessary. The other thing is, you know, admit when you don't know something. It's okay not to have the answer. I do this all the time. Um, It's, I think something that, um, that makes people appreciate me as their agent. If I say, you know what? I actually don't have the answer to that, but I can find it and I will let you know. So, instead of trying to lie and BS them and say, Oh yeah, this is what this means, blah, blah, blah. And you don't really actually know what it means. Like, uh, you know, again, when we had Mike on the show and I'm like, well, what, what is, uh, the action over, uh, endorsement? What, what does that mean? You know, if I had a customer who asked me, well, what does that mean? I would say, Ooh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Let me get back to you. But you know, one of the, practices that that i think we should get into as agents is to make sure that we're offering all these coverages offering all of these endorsements taking the time to learn what they are so that when we get asked those questions we have the right answers yeah that's i
1: mean that's that's really really what it's about it's it's understanding what you know what you don't know and being okay with saying i don't know and that actually
0: leads us into number seven There
1: you go. A wide array of products. And, and this is, this is actually, to me, this is kind of contrary to what we, we mentioned uh, in a previous episode. And what we, what we talk about a lot is, is to niche down, right? The riches are in the niches. And even though we're telling you to niche down, even though we're saying, you know what, I mean, pick a field and become an expert. It, the, even though you're in one small field one small niche, the products that are available for that niche can be vast. There are a right. number of different exactly. options within that niche and it's a matter of you figuring out that's why it's difficult for you to be an agent to everybody because there are so many products for every single industry and so many you know so many addendums, so many parts of the contract, so many different things that underwriting is looking for if you niche down, You can get very specific and you'll have those answers like the action over Mm -hmm. (laughs) exclusion that you want to worry about. But having a wide array of products is
0: still we're still saying niche, but understand what what you're offering in that niche. And again, this is one of the things that we're able to provide over here at Pipeline Insurance. So if you are a brand new agent and you want to start your own agency, you have to go through the process of getting appointed with carriers. You have to go through that process. And a lot of times they're going to ask you for production requirements. They're going to ask you for, um, well, that's probably the big thing is the production requirements. And maybe you're such a small fish at this point that you don't even know what your production is going to be. That's why we provide that toolbox so that you have a wide array of products. But the best recommendation, the best advice that we can give is to niche down, find out the Industry that you want to serve best. If you have a bunch of friends who own restaurants, well, guess what? You'd probably be really good as a restaurant-focused insurance agent. If you got a bunch of friends who are into cars and they're auto mechanics, guess what? You'd do a great job as a auto um auto garage garage keepers uh policy, you know, uh, uh, focusing in on that niche. Contractors, construction, all these things, if you focus in on that. We have the markets. We can help you with these uh, various markets and 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 provide you with the wide array of products so that you can be successful in whatever niche you choose. And if you are interested
1: in finding out more about Pipeline Insurance, at the bottom of the screen we're scrolling, you can go to www.pipelineinsurance.com slash agent opportunities and check out what we have to offer there.
0: Heck yeah. All right, last one here. Number eight is the technical know-how. So this is, again, a big part of what we teach you over at Pipeline Insurance. We have a 90-day massive action onboarding plan, which provides you with uh, all of the knowledge that you need to know about our company, who we are, what we stand for, what we expect from you, what you can expect from us, and then an entire uh, 30-hour sales and marketing course, which includes the technical know-how of how to get into carriers, sell the products, uh, underwrite the business, all of these different things. Uh, This is what we do. This is what we do best. This is what we have worked a lot. This is what we've worked on for the past six years is to be able to provide an avenue for a brand new agent who just got their license to come on board with us and be successful, uh, you know, within those first 90 days. That's what it's about.
1: Like, like here's, here's the thing, you know, when you get ready to start a business, you out you go out, you get a license and you're spending so much time concentrating on the book work, right? Concentrating on learning how to pass that test. And then you finally pass the test and what agents realize soon after is the book world and the real world are completely different. Right. So, on top of trying to learn insurance in the real life space, there's also the other side of running an agency and trying to get appointments and, and writing the business and doing all that stuff. There's Nobody the business side. Nobody ever tells us that part. Nobody ever tells us that part. Or, or, or like I think, say, that's
2: not how it works. That's not how any of this works.
1: <laughs> right? But, but that's, that's what happens. So finding a home where you can build your own independent agency, where you have the flexibility to still have your own name, where you have the flexibility to be your own boss... But still have the, the back end support that you need to manage an office, to, you know, how to how to run your systems, how to get quotes, how to get everything you need somebody to be able to to fulfill some of those back end, uh, you know, dealing with underwriting and creating your illustrations, doing all those sorts of things. That's what we're here for. That's what we've been able to put together.
0: 100%. That's, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for everything that we've done. Uh, and I think that we have really, built an amazing system that gives brand new agents newly licensed agents, the opportunity to become rock stars. So that's what we want to help you do. And once again, uh, do please subscribe, rate review, wherever it is that you're listening to us. If you're on uh, iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or whatever, uh, please leave us a review. Would love and appreciate that. Uh, Check us out on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube. So you can see my ugly mug and uh, you know, uh, the cute little cartoon guy of me. He's he's, much better looking. Um, and don't forget to follow me on all my social medias at insurance, bro And, uh, every single one of you who's listening, thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, you rock my socks. You have my heart in the words of the great Mick Foley. Have, have a nice,
1: nice day. day.
2: Thank you for tuning in to the carrier experience podcast. James is a CEO of the pipeline team of San Diego and is always in the market for top talent. If you are an agent looking for a place to hang your license, visit pipelineinsurance.com backslash agent opportunities or send an email to newagent at pipelineinsurance.com. You can find James on all social media at insurancebroham.